Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. Coming on solo today to talk about your digestion, but specifically about your digestion when it comes to human design. So looking at your human design chart and understanding what your best digestion is according to your design. So there are 12 diet types in human design. And if you go to the site that I typically point people to, which is myhumandesign.com and get your chart, um, she has it on there. It says, it doesn't explain it, but it says it on there. Otherwise, some of the charts or not all of them say it explicitly on there. Like you kind of have to look around and know what you're looking for. But if you just go to myhumandesign.com, make sure you know, your exact birth date, place, and time, get your chart. And it will say, literally say digestion. So I love this piece and I love introducing this piece to my clients because it really can make all the difference in the world. I have had clients learning this for the first time where it's just like, and it's not even anything like changing anything big, but it just creates so much more ease in how they're eating and when they're eating and that kind of thing. And just, it really does affect your digestion, like your physical digestion. And so I say, you know, there's a big clue that you're really um, leaning into your ideal digestion is just kind of feeling relief. Because I think a, a lot of times just our natural inclination is eating is, well, let me say it this way. I think our natural inclination really is to eat the way we're designed to eat, like with our ideal digestion. But we tell ourselves that we should be eating differently because it's, you know, what everybody else is doing. And, you know, this, you know, we're so inundated with so much information and we should eat this way. And this is what it should look like. And so how you should be eating and when you should be eating and what, you know, quote unquote healthy looks like. And so I think it just kind of clouds our really intuitive way of eating at what our ideal digestion looks like. And so, and I will say this to, you know, in this, this topic, I'm mostly talking about digestion of food, but this really applies to everything. When we're looking at digestion and your human design chart, it's information and energy, the energy around you and all that. So it, it really does apply to a lot of things, but I'm most specifically today going to talk about actual food, just because I want that to be kind of what's helping you with your physical digestion of food. So when we're looking at there's 12, like I said, there's 12 digestion types. So there are themes to look at here. And I want to mention that first. So there is a handful of themes. There's six of them. So first, if you have, and, and I want you to look at your charts, make sure you have your chart in front of you, or if you're familiar with it, look at it. And then before you dive into this, otherwise you're not going to know what you're listening for. So first looking at if yours is consecutive or alternating, the theme is simplicity. Okay, so I want you to just keep these themes and I'm going to explain these, but I want you to just kind of keep these themes in the back of your head. If it's consecutive or alternating digestion, it's simplicity. If it's open or closed, the theme is repetition. So think repetition. If your digestion is hot or cold, it's all about temperature. That's the theme. If your digestion is calm or nervous, your theme is atmosphere, right? That's what's most important for you is atmosphere. If your uh, digestion is high or low sound, your theme is volume, right? That's what's most important for you. And then if your digestion is direct or indirect, your theme is frequency. Okay. So I want you to keep those in mind. So I'm going to start with the simplicity, the theme of simplicity. So you're either consecutive or alternating. So 
if you have consecutive appetite, your famous simplicity, and you are really designed to eat one thing at a time with a focus on unprocessed whole foods, which I mean, let's be real. We should all be putting the, the focus on unprocessed whole foods. <laughs> but I think that the thing here to really hone in on is eating one thing at a time. For example, if you have like three or four different foods on a plate, you have like your veggies, your starch, your carb, like rice or something, and you have your protein, your chicken or fish, whatever you'd want to eat one food first then the other, then the other, right? The order, I, I will say this, here's my caveat, because if, if you if you look at the human design come definition, definitions of these, it's like, oh, the order isn't important, but <laughs> I'm going to put my little functional nutrition um, hat on and say, for me, the order does matter because for your optimal blood sugar and di, uh, physical digestion, the order does matter. So you would eat your veggie first, then the protein, and then your starch, right? But eating one at a time, right? You're designing one thing at a time. Remember the theme is simplicity. So think simple ingredients, simple foods, right? One at a time. If your digestion is alternating appetite, the theme is still simplicity, but it's kind of verging on the mixing of foods, right? So you're designed to focus on whole foods and cooking foods simply like adding in little things like herbs, spices, lemon, things to season, right? Avoiding heavily processed foods. Of course, and, and this is a caveat. I don't want to, I don't want to have to say this for every one of them. This is a caveat for all of them. We can all apply all of these to what we're doing, right? Because obviously eating whole foods and adding things like herbs and spices and stuff is right. Avoiding heavily processed food is, is beneficial for everybody, but we're just honing in specifically. It's going to be most beneficial for those who have alternating appetite, right? And just sticking to simple simplicity, right? That's the thing. Okay. Moving on to the next theme of repetition. Okay. And we're going to talk about open and closed. So if you have open taste, your theme is repetition and you're designed really to eat pretty much the same thing every day. This is, this is my digestion and you're totally okay eating the same thing every day. There's no, you know, you, you feel okay about it. However, eating seasonally is really crucial for you right? Instead of focusing on variety, not necessarily each day or week, but think about getting variety throughout the course of the year. So literally buying foods that are in season. So, you know, if you can make it to the farmer's market and just buying what's in season, that's going to be the variety because we do know that a healthy gut relies on a variety of foods, but for you digestion wise, it does make more sense for you to eat the same thing pretty much every day, but you can still eat seasonally and create variety within each season, right? It is, it is energetically correct. I hate to use that word, but that's just kind of what works here. Correct for you to try new foods, but you're going to know right away if you don't like it. So it's not like, oh, I'll just keep trying it to see if I like it. Like it's, you're going to know right away. I like this. I don't like this. And you do have a desire to try new foods, but it's more of um, like, it's a, in a pretty immediate intuitive thing. Like I like it or I don't like it. But repetition is good for you with open taste. Now with closed taste, repetition is also the theme. And you really are designed to eat the same thing every day, just like open taste, but same thing, eat season, eating seasonally is going to be helpful. But there's, the, I think the way to kind of distinguish the difference between the two people with closed taste typically tend to be pickier eaters. There's less of a desire to try new foods. So you may not want to try new foods, right? You, you kind of already intuitively know whether you're going to like something before trying it. So here, it, <laughs> put a little caveat in here, here lies a little conundrum 
for those of us with those of us with kids. And I will say what I've said before, it really does make a huge difference to know your kids' human design. Like it'll change things. So I, I say this because sometimes, you know, you have the picky eaters that are kids and you know, all kids are, I don't want to say all 99% of kids are picky at some point, right? They go through a period and some, for some people, it lasts longer than others, that picky phase. But for some, if you have a kid with closed taste, it may not be so much that they're picky just for the sake of being picky. Like they're just trying to be difficult, but it's like, they already know intuitively whether they're going to like it or not. Right. They're, they, they don't have the desire, the drive to really try it. Cause they're like, well, I know I like this and I'm intuitively, there's more of intuitive knowing that well, I'm, I'm, I don't already know I'm going to like it, but I don't need to try it. Right. And they do eat the same thing every day and they're okay to the same thing every day. The, the role that you would play in that as their parent or guardian is building in some variety within each season, right? So yeah, you know, let them eat, you know, similar things each day, maybe creating a little bit of variety with the types. Maybe, you know, if they like fruit, you know, maybe there's a little bit of variety we can build into the fruit or the veggies, but think of just going at it seasonally, seeing what you can, how you can create variety within each season and letting that be where the variation comes from. Okay, moving on to the next one, which is hot or cold. So looking at the theme of temperature, so hot food. Okay, if your digestion is hot, this is all about temperature. So it is how you were designed. It is best for you to eat hot foods or foods at higher temperature because your body tends to run cold. So hot foods are going to feel nourishing and soothing and your digestive digestive system is really going to find that supportive. I think about adding warming spices to your foods, um, teas with warm flavors in them, right? Those warm spicy flavors, that's going to be really nourishing for you. If you eat something cold, like a smoothie, then just allow it to warm up a little before drinking it. So try to avoid drinking like super cold ice water, super cold things like, like things like frozen foods and frozen desserts, like may not be as nourishing to you. It may not agree with your digestive system. So, um, if you can, not saying you can't ever eat those things, but right. The majority of your food is going to, you're going to want it to be hot temperatures, higher temperatures for cold. And yes, it's going to be exactly the opposite. So our theme is still temperature and what, how you were energetically designed is eat to eat cold foods or foods at cooler temperatures because your body tends to run hot. So this is going to be more nourishing, more fulfilling, more satisfying for you to eat cold foods. So here, if you, if you are eating something hot, allow it to cool a bit before you try not to eat, you know, piping hot food, let it cool off your, your coffee, your tea, your soups, right? Things that are typically pretty hot, allow it to cool off so that your digestive system can be a little bit more, um, I'm going to say submissive, but that's not the the right word in this, but it'll just agree a little bit more with your digestive system, allowing it to cool off and think of, um, you know, raw fruits and veggies can be good, right? Just cold things that are cold to uh, like temperature wise. Moving on to the next theme of atmosphere. So first We'll start with a calm atmosphere. Some might say quiet. It depends like, you know, where you're looking at your chart, but calm, quiet, you know, all the, all the synonyms for that. So we're looking at atmosphere. So atmosphere, if you have a calm or buzzing atmosphere, you're all about the atmosphere, right? For a digestion, calm or buzzing. Yeah. It's, you're all about the, the, the kind of environment that you're in, right? So if you have calm, it is the way you're designed 
it is really energetically okay for you to avoid talking while you're eating. Your optimal digestion really requires a peaceful, quiet, chill environment. So a quiet setting, not a lot of conversation, that's really going to be best for your digestion. If you're meeting people out for dinner, maybe consider eating a little something before you go and maybe order something light. At, at dinner, like a, you know, like an appetizer or a salad or something so that the majority of your digestion is done in that quiet setting, unless you're going to like maybe a quiet restaurant or something, but an, a noisy, loud atmosphere really is going to impact how you are digesting, digesting food. And I think these two are, are more easily kind of translatable, transferable to in, um, information as well, right? Think about when you're, if you're studying or working on something, taking in information, the calm atmosphere is going to be really more supportive for your energy. And then looking at buzzing atmosphere, it's going to be exactly the opposite, right? So for you, you are going to be, your, your digestion is going to thrive more in an environment that's more lively, more stimulating, right? Maybe you like eating on the move. Maybe you like eating, standing up. And this goes against a lot of the things we were taught, right? We were taught, you know, don't eat on the run. It's not good for you. But for you with the buzzing atmosphere actually can be supportive for you and your digestion. And it could be something too, where you like eat a little bit here, go do something and then finish it later, right? You're kind of eating sporadically, kind of doing things intermittently, um, disregarding any of the external information that we've been given that says it's more healthy to eat and quiet, right? You are designed to eat while you're working or talking or watching TV or listening to music, or you've got something going on in the background, right? You got things happening. You like the buzzing atmosphere. Okay. Moving on to sound. These are, I think these, for me, these kind of, they kind of relate to the ones we just talked about with atmosphere, but it is about the actual volume and not so much like the environment. So for high sound, the theme is the, is volume and you are designed to eat with the stimulation of sound because your brain works well with stimulation, right? So things like music in the background, um, the TV's on while you're eating, right? Like I just mentioned the buzzing atmosphere, um, people talking, right? This is that the, the sound feels good to you and revs you up. Maybe you have a playlist for mealtimes that you play. And it's funny because this is my son is high sound. That's his digestion. And so, you know, we have, I won't say all the time, but most of the time there's like the TV's on in the background or there's music on. We have a little like Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen. Like there's something going on, but it really does. And I'm telling you, he he, I can totally tell the difference between if we're sitting, like if we're at somebody's house and we're eating in, you know, complete silence, it's really hard for him to stay focused and like, Hey, you need to sit down and eat, right? The high sound really does. That's just how it works. And I'm telling you it works. <laughs> so looking at low sound, literally the opposite. <laughs> so the theme is still volume, but you're designed to eat with minimal stimulations from sounds in your environment. So it is similar to that calm atmosphere that we talked about, that I talked about, but you really like the quiet stillness, right? So you, you can figure out what works best for you, right? Maybe you like music that's playing at a low volume in the background. Maybe you like white noise or like binaural beats or something. Maybe it's complete silence, but low sound is what agrees with your digestion. That's how you're going to best digest food. So loud, noisy restaurants and bars are not going to be the best place for you to eat and digest. Just know like your digestion isn't going to work as optimally if you're in that kind of space, right? So moving on to these last two, the last two are with the theme of frequency. 
So first is direct light. So if your digestion is direct light, your brain is designed to thrive with the stimulation of light. So it is energetically correct for you to eat your biggest meal in the middle of the day, like while the sun is out, right? And so eating the majority of your calories, the majority of your meals while the sun is out, while there's light and especially direct light. So if you're invited to say like a late dinner or something, you're eating late, you just want your biggest meal to be during the daytime. And if you're eating late at night, you just want it to be something lighter. That really is how, and these two, I will say these two, I have seen the biggest changes and maybe because I haven't, you know, haven't had a whole lot of clients with a handful of these other ones, but I've seen some of the biggest changes with these two in particular. And I don't know what it is that maybe it's just, I've just had more exposure to these, but just that little shift of eating the biggest meals in the middle of the day when there's direct light out. Right. And then keeping their later meals, or if they're eating, you know, at night, keeping those light, it really does affect how your body's digesting. And the same thing with taking in information, right? You're, you're again, like I said, your brain's designed to thrive with the stimulation of light. So it's the same thing with reading, studying, taking in information, right? And then looking at indirect lights, so if your digestion is indirect light, it's literally the opposite. Your brain is designed to thrive in low lighting or soft lighting, right? Low or soft light. So it is okay for you energetically, how you're designed to avoid eating, or at least eating something light, like lighter meals during the day, during the daylight hours, like when the sun is out direct, direct light, right. And eat your biggest meals in the evening. So for you, you're going to save a lot of your, you know, the big meals and majority of your calories in the evening or when there's not, or even like early in the morning, maybe you're somebody who likes to eat a really big breakfast before the sun comes up, that kind of thing. Right. Or you're eating your biggest meal in the evening. So again, with these two, especially with this one, with the indirect light, I feel like with indirect light and like the buzzing atmosphere, um, those, I feel like those two probably have the biggest pieces of deconditioning around them because with the buzzing atmosphere, we're taught to like, you know, sit down and be in a relaxing state when you're eating stuff, but with buzzing atmosphere, that's, that's really not how you thrive. You want to be moving around, eating on the run. I'm going to eat a little bit here, take a few bites, go do this, go do right. And with indirect light, same thing. We hear like, you know, stop eating dinner at, you know, eating for the day at 6 PM or you know whatever it is, they come up with do rolls all the time, but this is, this does not apply to you. If your digestion, the way your energy is set your, your brain requires calories before you sleep and your body is going to do the best job at digesting that biggest meal. when it's in the evening when the light is low or soft, or, you know, it's dark outside. So that is how you're going to best digest. So I encourage you to, if, if I read yours and you're like, well, that's weird, <laughs> like doesn't resonate. I feel like it doesn't apply or it goes against everything you were ever taught. There, here's some room for deconditioning for you. Like there's a lot of things we've been taught, right? We've been taught to, I, I mean, I, I think there's some with all of these, right? So let's like looking back through a few of these with the, the first ones I taught with the simplicity, the consecutive and alternate appetite about simplicity in this, I think those in the open and closed taste where there's, you know, simplicity and there's repetition, you know, it's all about, well, eating, you know, we need a lot of different variety of things and there is, we do need to eat a variety of things, but I think like with open and closed taste, we're just knowing when to bring out that variety, right? Like I was talking about seasonality. It's about eating seasonally, right? Um, with the calm and the buzzing atmosphere, right? That buzzing piece where it's like, we've been told sit still and, you know, sit down and blah, blah, right? So go through this again, listen to yours again. 
and see where the deconditioning pieces are for you, where maybe you've been taught the opposite of what I just told you to do. And then keep in mind too, that if, if what I read to you just now, or what I said to you just now was like, completely goes against everything. And it's going to take a lot of change. Just go slowly, right? Start slowly, start gently, be patient with yourself. This is a lifelong thing, right? This is a lifelong journey. This isn't like, oh, I'm going to change my digestion tomorrow, right? Don't feel like it's something you have to do overnight, but just look at what you're currently doing and what you think you should, right? Where you're shooting yourself in terms of digestion and food specifically here. And then what can, what are little things we can change starting out, right? How can you just kind of slowly, carefully lean into this digestion piece or digestion type without feeling like, well, crap, I got to rethink everything, right? Slowly, steadily, be gentle, be patient. But I do encourage you to make the changes and start making the changes. This can greatly impact you. I did a, uh, a podcast interview a couple weeks ago with the gal and that was the biggest thing for her. She dealt with a lot of digestive issues for a long time. And when she learned about her digestion with a, a girl, she worked with, with human design, it, I mean, it changed her life. Like just that piece alone. I think that was one of the first things she changed when she started learning about her human design was her digestion. And that's, she, we talked about it for a long time and she was like, I can't tell you like that, that, that was the piece that impacted her the most was the digestive piece. So it, even if you don't struggle with digestive issues, it really can impact your energy and just overall kind of your energetic output, right? Because your energy is being put in the correct place at the correct time, right? Cause it's, you're not digesting food when you aren't designed to do that optimally. You know what I mean? So dive into this, take some notes again, listen to it again and hone in on this digestive piece for you. I would love to hear how this resonates with you. If this like threw you for a loop, if you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Share with me on the Instagram or wherever we are connected and hope this was helpful and I will see y'all next time.